Shachtan, an Indo Askelige. Time in Mon Irok the Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetok, Ara, Igornamion, and Kestian Echo. Vien Talam again Omgrev, Orkar Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This is an Irish independent podcast. Hello and you're welcome to The Big Tech Show with me, Adrian Weckler. Now, there is another crackdown on dodgy boxes. This time, the authorities say they're focusing on fire sticks, fire TV sticks, which are often used as dodgy boxes when they're loaded with software. But will it make any difference? Will anyone call round to your house if you have a dodgy boxes? And do any of us really care? I mean, do any of us feel guilty about using these things or are they just going to be around forever? JJ Clark is in studio with me. JJ, here we are again. It's the third crackdown in as many years, uh, reportedly, on dodgy boxes. And I keep reporting this and I have to say I'm not seeing that much of a difference. Yeah, and just just for clarity, so I've never actually seen a dodgy box. I've been offered Your one. Your secret's safe with me. Yeah, <laughs> and but are we are dodgy boxes now? You, you mentioned fire sticks. Are they uniquely that? Or are they still doing the TV box set type? Dodgy boxes yeah, as well. They, they are. It's both. In fact, dodgy box has become kind of a catch-all term. You can almost use it as a verb. I'm going to dodgy box something, and that might mean that you're looking at an, a, a stream online. Like if you want to go and see a Premier League match, for example, and if it's not on the TV, what a lot of people will do if they don't have a dodgy box or a fully loaded uh, Amazon uh, Fire TV stick, they will go online and it takes about four or five minutes to find a stream with that match. So, but specifically the dodgy box is what they're talking about here and this crackdown that they're talking about. And we'll get to what that crackdown is in a few minutes. Like what, what actually is a crackdown on dodgy boxes? But to answer your question, it can either be this, an Android box, which is loaded with software, Kodi or, or, or something else, or it can be an Amazon uh, Fire Stick, uh, which is similarly altered, similarly loaded. And the way that usually this works, you can do it yourself. But the common thing that I hear about a lot is there'll be some person who's known in the neighborhood, in the community, who offers subscriptions. So instead of paying your 50 quid for football or your 100 quid or your 150 quid for everything to Sky, they'll offer you a subscription for a tenner a month. And that gives you access, they say, to everything because they've hacked the streams. So they're the middleman in this. They're the middleman. Yeah, they're the middleman. Now, I think we're going to talk a little bit about the ethics and the morality of this in a few minutes. And I think there are degrees of morality when it comes to this. Because I remember when I was a kid, we used to tape music off our ghetto blasters. Okay, I'm going back to the 80s and the 90s here. On a tape, okay? When dinosaurs roamed the earth. Yeah, and that was illegal. 
that was piracy. We used to listen to pirate radio stations. In fact, our favorite as kids, our favorite music stations were pirate radio stations. And they were illegal. And what they were doing uh, was illegal. And sometimes we used to buy like bootleg CDs or bootleg tapes. And they were illegal as well. So all of these things, there is a kind of a cultural memory of, you know, not obeying copyright law in Ireland and, and every other country. Now, I think there is a bit of a difference, though, in using a dodgy box. Unless you're using it yourself and you know what you're doing, which in itself is is a little bit dodgy. Mm. But if you are subscribing, if you're paying somebody down the street a tenner, you're getting, you're actually getting into the realm of criminal gangs there, I think. Well, you... Where you're interacting with criminal gangs for certain or the edges of criminality. I, I think there's no question about that. So I do think there are degrees of morality and all, all of this is debatable. But look, let me just clarify what we're talking about here when we talk about a crackdown. There's an organization called the Federation Against Copyright Theft and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's not the guards, although they do work with the guards sometimes. And they essentially go around and try to detect you know, what the problem is, how many people are breaking um, copyright law, how many people are using dodgy boxes, but particularly they focus on who's selling dodgy boxes or they try to break up rings and central operations that are hacking the streams and that are disseminate or sending the streams out, okay? So the current crackdown, which is focusing on fire sticks, we're told, involves se- turning up in person to or emailing or or otherwise contacting sellers of dodgy boxes and fire sticks. And that could mean somebody who lives in your estate. That could mean somebody in a local shop who does this on the side. And it's not hard to know who these people are because within a community, word gets around pretty quickly. Oh, yeah, um, you can pay, you know, such and such down the road. And he or she, it's actually almost always a he, he will hook you up to all of your football, all of your your movies for, you know, eight euro a month. Right. And just in terms of the people that are there, you pay 10 euro Revolut or, or whatever. How, how is that happening? And are you, you're getting the physical product from the person in person? Codes a lot of the time. So you code, so they'll give you a code. So, you, they, so you'll buy the box, you'll buy the device, and then the access is often code restricted. So you'll get codes and you'll get updated codes to apply, uh, for example. So you'll often hear of, um, uh, like one of the problems with dodgy boxes, they're not completely reliable. Sometimes um, streams and networks are disrupted. This crowd federation against copyright theft claimed that they have disrupted a lot of networks. And that means you could be in the middle of a match and and the... um, the signal goes down. Now, some of the dodgy box operators say that will claim that they can be back up and running in a couple of hours or whatever, but it will usually require a new code or the equivalent of a code. And are you gi- are you giving someone hand to hand ten euro, or are you revolute them? That yeah, that this is where, as you say, this it gets into criminality because yeah. you're leaving a trail of oh, digital yeah. footprint of of where you have been. And and that footprint is evident in the cases where people are caught. So um, last year, there was a guy who got a suspended sentence for being involved in this in Dublin. There was another guy in the north who I think got a couple of months in jail. Yeah. Uh, and in the UK last year, last year or the year before, there was quite a serious ring that was broken up um, in 
it was like a little studio that was putting to hacking together and and you know broadcasting for want of a better term the the dodgy streams out yeah and that was a combination of several years in prison and massive fine. But the sums were huge, hundreds of thousands of millions of pounds. Yeah, you mentioned a, a pub in Kerry as well that sustained a fine. That's but right. Is that is that a spit in the ocean? Like It is. There See, this is stolen? the thing. I mean, I was, I was at an event at a sports club in Dublin a few months ago and I look up on the screen and there's Katie Taylor in her championship fight. And um, it's kind of every two or three minutes it stutters. And there, like, there are, you know, 100 people in this room look, watch, looking at this fight. And, it, you know, it, it's suddenly apparent to me, this is a dodgy box uh, that they're using. And nobody seemed to be bothered by that. Um, the, so, and this, this comes around to there's two questions. One is the morality and do people mind about dodgy box? But the second is really, do, do crackdowns work? Right. So uh, you mentioned a pub in Kerry. There was a pub and carry fined twenty thousand euro mm. um, because uh, there aren't really TV inspectors that come around people's houses, but there are uh, the equivalent of inspectors who go around commercial premises and to check whether, like a pub, for example, is using a dodgy box, and they were caught that way. But for you or me or anyone else who's tempted to use a dodgy box, there isn't really any equivalent. There, and every time I report on this, this always goes to the top of our charts. Most read story. It was the most read story in, on independent.ie yesterday. I would say it was the same or close to it for RT and for the others. And behind that, I think, is the question that most people have or most people who have a dodgy box in Ireland and it's probably over 100,000 people. The last recorded figure was 170, yeah. 170,000. This was five years ago. It was, it was European survey. survey uh, Ireland was sixth in the European League um, uh, in terms of dodgy box usage. But the big question that people have is, am I going to get caught? Like, is it like a TV inspector thing where people are coming around? Is there any way that they might know that I'm using a dodgy box? I think that's the main interest behind this story. Yeah. And every time, you know, I have to write, you know, no, it, it, it's very unlikely that you're going to be caught. It's because the, for one reason or another, it's very difficult to detect if you're using a dodgy box and the resources that would be required to do it um, aren't really put into it, certainly not by the guards. Yeah, but like, could you imagine, so you have the TV license inspectors going around mm. and they've dropped off substantially in the last two years, but the having a dodgy box person come in, uh, can I have a look at your dodgy box? Even that sentence, you know, and then like, the chances of you letting them in or, or saying, oh, here's my license or here's my mm. Netflix receipt, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and particularly in the area that we're in at the moment where there's already resistance to paying the, the TV license for, for other reasons that we have well uh, covered um, uh, re related to RT and others. So, you know, there's the question of whether a crackdown actually works. And the Federation Against Copyright Theft is saying that in some ways it is, and it's pointing to these prosecutions. But on the other hand, the elephant in the room here is whether people are willing to keep using dodgy boxes. And I, I have I've kind of very mixed thoughts on this. I, I generally don't like the idea of dodgy boxes. I think... First of all, as somebody who doesn't use one, I do feel like a bit of a, I'm being slightly cheated by anyone, any neighbour who does use one because I yeah, kind of think... Yeah, it's the tax I'm, argument. I'm, if, yeah, if they're not paying their taxes, right. you know... So I'm subsidising. 
But the other one, the other reason, like the other, the other thing that gets me is the idea of a criminal gang. That that's kind of annoying because to, to make things melodramatic, a melodramatic comparison here, cocaine. Okay, right. So. A lot of middle class people use cocaine. I, now, I don't know what the figure is. I'm using a lot advisedly here, but a lot of use, middle class people use uh, uh, cocaine, and for them, this is it's it's a fun thing. It's kind of living your best party life, right? Cocaine like causes brutal beatings and murders and hardship mm, and, and all destroys neighbourhoods, all sorts of, all sorts of terrible stuff. Okay, so, but it. There is a dissociation, there's a cognitive dissociation between those two that middle class people in particular seem to be able to do. Now, if they're able to do that for something that's as bad, that can be at the sharp end, as bad, that can cause gangland murders because it doesn't happen in their neighborhood, so they don't really care as yeah, much. Yeah, cartel-esque yeah, behavior. If, if they're capable of that cognitive dissociation there, you know, they're going to be capable of using a dodgy box when really, you know, the sharp end of it, the bad end of it is nowhere near as bad as it's going to be for drugs. Yeah. Right? Now, that's a melodramatic metaphor, right. I know. It's an invidious comparison. And and the reason I say that is because the the, the Joe Soap on the street, they who's using the, the dodgy box, they don't see... Uh, a single person getting ripped off. It's not like you're you're stealing mm. from your local, you know, corner shop. It's you see this big amorphous company and you say, ah, sure, they have loads of money. No bother. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you see Premier League footballers on £400,000 a week. And, and that's the argument that often comes back is that these huge, big, giant mega corporations, these overpaid, pampered stars, you know, charging me €110 Euro a month to pay for this, is is you know says too much about how rotten a system we we have now. I have a limited amount of sympathy for that argument, right? Because, it's entitled, yeah, and also it's a bit of a chancer argument as well. You're kind of reaching for excuses a little bit. I don't believe that the primary reason you're using a dodgy box is your objection to the capitalist structure. I really don't believe that. No, it's it's it's, it's a convenient it's, excuse. Yeah, it's like the resistance element. Like there's there's so little friction in it and it makes life slightly cheaper so that's yeah. that's the reason yeah. uh, and just on that do you think that like you know the stratification of the different streaming services is that pushing the consumer towards dodgy boxes as in you mean there's so many of them and prices are going prices up prices are going up yeah, yeah I, it it could be yeah i mean we've talked about this before all all or most of the major streaming services have or are in the process of or have flagged that they will raise their prices. And so what used to be, you know, a solid 8, 9, 10 euro a month is now going to 12, 13, 15, 20, 22 euro a month. So all of that, given the other prices rises we're seeing, broadband, telecoms, food, energy, although energy prices are slightly coming down at the moment, um, all of that stuff, you know, it, it is cumulative. And uh, so it, it could, that could lead to, you know, I suppose, more use of dodgy boxes. Even still, we are talking about a real first world thing here. I mean, we're not talking about access to food or warmth or shelter or clean water. We're literally talking about being able to watch Liverpool versus Luton 
you know, on, on a... Or to have, like, access to prestige media. So they're, people aren't watching yeah. sort of daytime TV. They're not checking out The Chase, mm. season two, episode three, on, uh, on it. They're, they're watching, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're watching it, the big it, things. Absolutely, HBO. Water cooler own, moments. Exactly. Uh, um, premium sport. Because, of course, as you and everyone else knows, you can watch TV absolutely free in Ireland, legally, with, mm. with the Serview. Um, the Serview system. Right. Now, that's a whole other system. I mean, you get a wonky aerial and all that sort of stuff, but you can do it. You can watch um, quite a lot of stuff. You can legitimately watch, you know, uh, the Irish channels uh, for free on a laptop without paying a TV license. The TV license is for the actual physical television, a televisual set in your building that sometimes gets, uh, gets confused. Um, so, you can do all that stuff for free. What people are using dodgy boxes for is to get the premium stuff, the movies, the premium series, and particularly the sport. I mean, the sport is the big one. That's You're not going to go into a social club, you know, a pub. They're not going to be using a dodgy box, to sh- dodgy box to show like Game of Thrones. They're using it to show. And it's almost entirely uh, um, Premier League. It's Premier League sport and boxing. Right. It's time dependent as well. Yeah. So it's tied to a specific time and that's its value. Mm. And so when you rip that away, and as you say, if they go after the middleman and they're dropping out the last 10 minutes of your Premier League match, yep. that's going to affect people's behavior. Will it drive them towards paying their subscription? I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. We we have some evidence that in some cases it will. Like when network when Netflix clamped down on password sharing, um, the number of subscriptions went up. It actually did yield uh, extra revenue for them. Yeah, I think that's fascinating because before that happened, and when they kind of gave that sort of short term warning, people were like, "No, I'm not. You know, I'm just yeah, going to stop people, it." And people don't people don't do what they say. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sure, anytime I post anything on social media about either a you know, a price rise or anything on, on on the streaming channels, I get a whole load of people coming back to me saying, oh, that's it. I'm There's nothing on these platforms. Anyway, it's utter nonsense. Um, and generally speaking, they don't leave. Generally speaking, overall, uh, paid membership of streaming platforms year on year on year on year has gone up over the last, you know, eight years, uh, nine years, cumulatively com- combined. And it'll probably continue to uh, to be the case. I mean, ask the advertising industry here or the uh, the linear TV industry. They'll tell you it's all about streaming um, at the moment. But in terms of whether the basic questions are, if you use a dodgy box, are you in danger from this crackdown? I mean, it's like 98% no. Nin- probably 99.9% no, I would say. Um, and that is kind of, for a lot of people, the be-all and end-all of the question. What we're talking about, morality and the ethics of it, is a secondary thing. It's sort of a, it's almost like an academic kind it's, of question. Because if they're not going to get caught, they're they're not going to change their mind. Because but you're talking about the, like, the first world problems and that's even more first worldly is, is to talk about the ethics of a behavior rather than the actual yeah. supply and uh, demand for a, for a particular service. Well, well, this is a first world country. The vast majority of people in this country do have a first world lifestyle. So within that framework, it's a legitimate conversation, you know, to ask because it, like ethical, 
ethical motivations and considerations are the triggers for all sorts of no, no, no. Stuff, I agree. You know, uh, but sustainability, I just, environment, all that sort of. It's stuff. fascinating that we are such a we're, we're doing so well socioeconomically mm. speaking in comparison to even other European countries. And we have one of the highest rates of dodgy box uh, yeah. use in Europe. And I think it, I heard a figure that it was 5% in Ireland. So 5% of the Irish population have used or use oh, dodgy I, box. I, I, no question. I, Which I, is no question outra- it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it would be 5%. But the, I, I suppose with that hard stop of, okay, there's, you're not really in danger to if we're speaking to the dodgy box, yeah. box owner right now. Uh, do you see, I presume you see dodgy box use staying the same or going I, up? I, I'd, honestly, I think I see, I don't see it going up, um, but I, I, I think I see it staying the same. I don't, the only real threat to dodgy box use, I think, in Ireland is if they become more difficult to use, if they become unwieldy, if they are, if they do keep getting uh, disrupted. There's not going to be an effective crackdown on households. If, the Federation Against Copyright Theft do disrupt enough networks and sellers. And they they have disrupted some. If they, although they are a little tight, I have to say, in terms of sharing information, um, which has been a little bit irritating. I've covered this now for a couple of years and they will put out some figures, but they won't really engage uh, more than that, um, which, you know, doesn't help when we're having conversations like this. But... Um, they have done some work, at least, we know. And if they continue to disrupt or if they effectively disrupt enough networks, then they could ha- that could have an effect on whether people will actually use dodgy boxes. But really, if you're asking me to bet on whether that will happen enough, I, I don't think it will. I think, you know, as long as the morality of it is is dubious and vague enough for people to do it, you're talking about the internet here. And like the internet will find a way to get streams and to get content uh, to people, particularly when um, we're now in an era when most TV watching is digital and electronic and, and over the web anyway. And f- finally, just the, uh, I suppose with that, it doesn't make sense or is it plausible to have a situation where people are penalized the consumer is penalized because i know if i heard that someone in my whatsapp group mm. got done for 20 grand for having a dodgy box in their house i would i wouldn't go near it with a 10 foot pole mm. well that, that so that's a pub owner who got done for 20 grand for yeah, using hypothetically a, a dodgy speaking. box i'm not aware of anyone who has been done for 20 grand or No, or but to my like point, it. do you think that would change consi- that the consumer yeah, behavior? Yeah, I do. I, th- I think if there was, if there was hypothetically some sort of a TV inspector style setup, don't ask me how that would work, but if there was, um, I do think that, uh, it, that that would change behavior, but there's no prospect of that happening. That I, The technology to do that is very unclear. I don't know how they would do it. It's difficult enough for them sometimes to prove that somebody has a TV. Um, you know, I've, I've like I've seen houses <laughs> with, they keep the curtains closed because they they just don't want a you know a, yeah. a TV inspector to look in the window. Um, so there's very little prospect of that happening. So I think it's going to be as you were. I think this time next year we'll be talking about another crackdown 
on on dodgy boxes and I don't think the figures will be any different. So there you go, JJ Clark, who also produced this podcast. Thank you very much for talking this through with me. Uh, Rory Bones was on sound. I'm Adrian Weckler and you've been listening to The Big Tech Show. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Shachtan, an Indo Askeliga. Time Imon Irokti Yen of Chacht Erachor, Agasuligum, a Makan Shaw, Gurfeder Echor, Inuik Kart, Len of Winterfein. Skilti, Fis, Turmi. Tashe Dochretche, Nach Vetoch, Ara, Igornamion, on Kestian Echo. The Entolamaginom Griv, Orkor Nrachtum. Find us on all the usual podcast platforms.